0: Welcome to Raising Your Spirits. Our hope is to help you make positive changes by providing guided messages from spirit. Tuning forks, crystals, and distance healing are how we pass those messages from spirit to you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy your vibrational growth with us. Your host for this version of Raising Your Spirits, Tony Ginnis. When we see, and I've seen this in so many companies, In my uh, early years, when I looked at various dining companies, uh, I used to sell furniture uh, through my store, and I used to go to all kinds of companies, and I went into this one huge, massive factory to pick up my dinette sets and chairs and so on, and everything was packaged so professionally. It was really meticulous. It was great. Big factory. Then I went to some of these smaller mama and papa shops to pick up other dining sets, because I like to have a variety. And all they did was put things in whatever box, and it wasn't always fitting in some boxes, but it was still packaged. The thing is, they did it all themselves. By doing it very economically, the first sign of an economic recession, the big company folded, where the small mama and papa company, I believe, and this was going back about 15 years, I believe they're still in business today because they did things small. So in other words, don't look at the way that you're doing things as a fault. If you're doing it that way, it's very economical and you're doing it cheaper rather than having one person in a small company do it. They had five people doing the same job because of the hierarchy. Another one. Oh, this is my favorite. Proof. You have to prove that you're worthy to me. You have to prove that you're smart. You have to prove that you can do the job. You have to prove that you have some way of showing that you're awesome. Don't look at it as proof. Look at it as, I'm going to demonstrate to you what I do. Never call it proof. It sounds the same when you say it. But when you're demonstrating, you're just demonstrating. When you're proving something, it means you're not actually talking to them. Because the energy of proof means you don't believe that you are this great, capable person. And you're actually trying to prove to yourself, and they are just listening in. That's the difference. When you're demonstrating, it's showing someone else, and they're seeing what you're doing. But when you're proving, that's there's part of your energy in there that you doubt that you have it. So you're proving Yes, that I am a good person. You don't need to prove anything. Somebody that sees a good character, they see it before you even open your mouth. They can just feel your energy. There's no need to prove anything. Be very careful when you're trying to prove something to anyone. Whether it's neglect or injustice that you had as a child, these will all end in some kind of rejection type energy. Again, it's not you being rejected in one of the sessions I had recently where the uh, the person said, "This is what they did to me, and I felt rejected. Why would they do that to me? Spirit says, "Hold on, they didn't do it to you If you wouldn't have been there and somebody else would have taken your place, they would have done that same thing to them so in other words, it is not you." You were there. It's like collateral damage. You're there. It's nothing about you. So be very careful when you say the words. But it's only words. It's not that big of a deal. But words are very important because it sets the stage for how you're looking at yourself. And when you really are very meticulous at how you say something, it makes it so that energy really can't nudge its way in. Really, it's all about ego. If you feel you have to be recognized, or if you feel that you were injustice and you should have been treated better, that is all ego. Those are things that other people see in you, and for whatever reason, one of the definitions is they didn't see this quality in you. They weren't looking for it. Somebody who thinks that they are not enough will always think that everyone is not enough and they have to work so much harder to prove that they can do the job. Shame is when we don't like what we see because it doesn't fit into what other people are asking. Like the simple, different vocabulary when we say, the world is rejecting me. Or you could say, I was in this particular time and place and I was involved in a rejection. It sounds different, doesn't it? But it's a vastly different vibration when you're in there and they rejected you for whatever reason. A father that never visits his son for whatever reason. I have a clip from Prince of Bel-Air. Will Smith starred in that particular sitcom. And there was a point in there that he was living with his uncle. He's now 15 years old. And he's never seen his biological father, never came to any of his birthday parties, not even a card. He just left at a very early age. Don't even remember him. Do you see the words that he used? Why does he not want me? After all of that, he's still looking for approval. So you can really understand when you ask the questions, why does he not want me? that there's no answer for it. And that's sort of the silent trap because there is no answer for it and we're looking for answers. So when we say, this is what it is. He's missed 14 or 15 years of the best life that I could have given him. And it's his loss. What do I need for me to move forward? What do I need to move forward? And the Spirit will always have answers for those kinds of questions. Just be careful of the why questions, because it's very difficult. And as you can see, it's painful for some people. This has been going on for quite some time. A big part of our population, in some way, they feel they've been rejected about and at something. From when you were growing up, there must have been some time when you felt that You were ostracized or you were taken off to one side or you weren't picked for the baseball team or the basketball team or you tried to ask somebody to go to a prom and heaven forbid if they said, no, I already have a date or no, I don't want to go. You feel that there's something wrong with you. What happens to that is we take what we feel is rejection And we go to the point where we stop talking. When we stop talking, all of a sudden, there's stagnation comes in. Then we don't want to apply for a better job because fear that we might get turned down for it. We don't want to get into business for fear that we're going to fail. We don't want to get married for fear we're going to get divorced. But do you see what happens? It affects your whole life. And we know that when you keep up and when you persevere ahead and don't look at what you feel is being rejected or the failures, you go along the way, that eventually you will find your dream coach, you'll find your dream spouse, you'll find your dream home, and it's all going to come because you had the faith to keep going. You didn't look at yourself as being broken or something that had to get fixed, or something missing that you'll never attain. This is the end of part two, the need for acceptance for our rejection series. Now go over to part three, where we talk about the word no. Thank you for listening to Raising Your Spirits. If there is a subject you would like to hear in a future podcast or would like to book a session with Tony, reach out to his Facebook group at Janice Shields Natural Healing Center or group tuning classes with Tony on his online virtual weekly classes. The YouTube channel is Suzanne and Tony 17. That's Suzanne and Tony, all one word and the number 17. And the website is lovehigherself.com.